episode 98. My name is Dave Hunt, and I'm joined by Michael Swick. How is it going, Dave? We have new games to talk about and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, Happy. We got some news. Excellent. Yeah, there's some news. So, um, I'm good, actually. I'm really good. I'm, I'm back on days. It didn't get extended again. I'm kind of back on days because I worked Friday night to Saturday morning and then slept in like different five-hour increments over the weekend. <laughs> um, and yeah. then went back to went back to work Monday. Um, and then today's been, you know, today's obviously Tuesday when we record on Twitch. Um, and then the show releases on Thursdays. Um, but so that's kind of I'm trying to reallocate my clock. Um, I was a little foggy at work yesterday, but I, I made it through. So, so um, it's good to hear. It with good to you? hear. Yeah. How are things? Uh, work is still trash fire, but that's nothing new. I uh, won't get into why it's a trash fire on the podcast dave just had to hear that talk before we recorded uh but everything's pretty good i'm getting i'm excited for like going on vacation in two weeks like actually leaving chicago it's Uh, september there's games coming out there's new games coming there's there's news like it's it's getting to near the holidays like it's you know hopefully the weather breaks soon i don't know it's like 90 degrees here today and think it's gonna rain but Uh, we've been stuck in that weird loop where the last three days it's like it smells like rain. It looks like it's going to rain, but we haven't had any rain. Yeah. Uh, but it's hot as hell. Yeah. But I've been indoors for the last two days, which has been nice. But <laughs> got to go to work tomorrow. So yeah. All right. So we are obviously Digital Days Gaming. We are a weekly podcast that um, post every Thursday morning, six a.m. Eastern time on podcast services. If the service you listen to allows you to leave a review, please do so. If you haven't, it helps out a lot. Sharing the show uh, through um, retweets. Um, uh, sharing on Facebook and then also just telling a friend to tell someone about the show is always helpful and the reviews just help uh, move up in the algorithm so other you know people maybe that you don't share it with can uh, hear about us so if you can do any of those that would be much appreciated as well as we live stream the show on twitch twitch.tv slash digital days gaming typically on Tuesday nights around 5 30 ish eastern time as well um, and we are a twitch affiliate and it is September so if you gift subs you get 20% off if you've never done a subscription before on twitch you get 20 percent off your first uh your first one as well as if you have an amazon prime account you can link it with your twitch account and you can also subscribe that way you get a free monthly sub so um as we myself uh, more than michael just because he doesn't enjoy it as much as he used to uh try to stream games more often um if you just guys want to just pop in drop a follow um you know just you know say something in chat even if it's only for a couple minutes it's always super helpful and also means that you can check your subscription because the prime subscriptions don't auto renew so many many of you have subscribed to us at one one time or another um but if you're willing to check that again that is super appreciated all right we're going to jump into the news yeah all right this is the thing we were it's funny we were just talking about this probably two three weeks ago just like whatever happened with the epic and apple trial and we finally got a ruling i want to say it was on friday uh we we got the the ruling in that and the battle of the corporations had probably the best outcome uh because both corporations lost uh to different scale uh i know that sounds a little harsh but uh, anytime you have billion dollar companies fighting each other it's just fun to watch them swing it out because nothing of importance is really happening then. Uh, but the judge ruled in favor of Apple for every count except the one big one for Epic, uh, though I'll explain why that isn't as big of a victory for Epic as it sounds like it could have been. Uh, but 
the judge basically ruled uh, that Apple can not keep uh, people in the dark, basically, for alternative methods to purchase items. So uh, the judge ruled that Apple cannot stop developers from processing payments uh, via, like, third-party, like, websites. Uh, This aspect of the ruling is going to probably end up in some weird limbo. I believe they have 90 days to allow developers to uh, basically allow uh, in-game or in-app purchases through third-party means. Uh, But what that exactly entails is still a little murky. Uh, But it sounds like worst-case, best-case scenario, uh, apps will be able to link to websites that will then allow them to process payments so they don't have to go through the Apple thing. Uh, so that is mm-hmm. one of the things that Epic pretended or not pretended. They, they said that was the thing that they were fighting for, for every developer is to allow them to basically cut Apple out of the microtransaction part of their apps. Um, for, for reference, uh, Apple through these means made around like $19 billion. So this is going to cost Apple billions of dollars. Um, so, Dave, any any thoughts on that? Because there's so many different little aspects we're gonna probably. Go um, it just it feels like you know, like you said, like nobody won. Um, I don't really reading through some of this, and and it doesn't. I don't really know if anything's gonna change that much. Um, uh, financially, this could hurt Apple, depending on how many developers. I, I go just this think route. that they'll. I think that they'll just they'll zag like you know like everybody says that you know like you zig when you zag like they'll start you know doing something ridiculous like charging a publishing fee on the store like you know they'll charge you a certain amount of money to publish your game on the store and it'll probably even be where they'll start charging you something after you get so many downloads like once you start becoming a bigger phenomenon or something they already charge uh you know to have their apps what i think is gonna end up coming into this is apple is just gonna have to make it even more convenient to use their payment process. Because mm-hmm. right now, the best developers can do is make their own payment process, hit their own site, and like right now, if they use like PayPal or other things, all those companies take cuts. Yeah. So basically, Apple is going to have to drop their cut lower to match some of those sites to so it's like... Or just make it obvious to the consumer that they want you to use Apple Pay, whether it's 20% less... You know, or, you know, like you just if it's something is going to cost $10 normally and if you buy it with, you know, with this membership or your Apple ID, you know, as an example, I don't I don't know enough about it, but um, it'll be, you know, similar to like even the Game Pass stuff you get right now. Like you get 20 percent off any game that's involved with Game Pass, whether you purchase the game or you purchase microtransactions in the game. So like MLB the show, even if you play it on both platforms with the cross progression, um, it's cheaper to buy the microtransactions on Xbox if you're a Game Pass subscriber. Yeah, with their they're they're gonna have to partner with developers to like give them incentive to use their payment process. Um, they will probably put a bunch of security warnings if you do click on a link in an app that kicks you to Safari to process payment. So right. they'll probably have to do some sort of scare tactic to get users not to just hit their Apple Pay, which is the most convenient way to purchase something, you know, on, on an iPhone. It just takes your, your thumbprint, or you know, and you're good to go. Um, so, but this this could hurt Apple a lot. Again, $19 billion mm-hmm. is what they make through this. So even if a small percentage of developers take this route, we could be talking about hundreds of million dollars or potentially billions, if anything big. 
But uh, I also think I also think that this this alleviates like the companies aren't realizing this as well. Like, and I don't know if Epic's had any of this problem, but I, like some of these other companies, like there's a lot of features and benefits to come with Apple's program of like mm-hmm. where if a consumer customer has an issue with a purchase being made, like you go to Apple, you don't yeah. go to Epic, and you don't go to you know Game X Y Z. And if the consumer themselves has to go to like jump through like 10 or 15 different hoops just to either get it. You know, we've always heard the crazy stuff of like where, oh, I let I, I let my three-year-old, I just programmed the thumbprint on there so that he could unlock the phone anytime he wants to play. And they're not realizing that he's just buying more stuff on Minecraft or whatever, you know. And yeah. now that for the most part, you always went to Apple if you wanted to seek a refund and they could look at your purchase transaction history. You had this whole profile. And if all these other people are, are doing this now, like all these other companies to to circumvent apple like that's a security feature in a system in place that just could be gone and if you don't have as good of one it could be like a nightmare like that's, um yeah that's, the thing that comes to mind was the cd project red thing where people went to them to get a, to get a refund like that mm-hmm. like I, and they're like whoa whoa they to the point where they had messed up so bad that they actually had to start figuring out a way to issue refunds to the customers because the perception was you had to get the refund from CD Projekt Red because Sony or Xbox or Steam wasn't giving refunds for the game. Well, and that that is what Apple is going to have to do during this is just like basically pitch the benefits to the consumer and the developer of like this is why you want to use our system because you don't want to have to track all this mm-hmm. stuff yourself. Uh, yep. Which it means most developers are probably going to be like, I'm not going to go through the effort of you know trying. You have to, to hire a whole department. And if you have you're to an hire an entire department, yeah, yeah, you're just going to want to use the Apple thing. But this could still cost money if a big enough developer is like, oh, yeah. we already have the systems in place uh, mm-hmm. to take care of this. Uh, I'm sure Microsoft, who's been trying to like get you know uh, XCloud stuff on like the App Store itself, which I don't think that will happen ever. But if it does ever happen, this definitely Microsoft would be a big enough company that it'd be like, yeah, we'll process our own payments because uh, right. we, we we have the departments. Um, Epic, so that was the only count Epic won. So Epic uh, was still found in Iran for inserting their own payment options and basically violating the terms of service, which is the thing that we kind of expected this whole thing to be thrown out over. Right. Uh, basically, the judge was like, you signed a contract with Apple, you knowingly broke it, uh, and based on the millions of dollars you made during the time it was broken, uh, you have to pay Apple their 30%. So uh, they're, they're liable for somewhere... Uh, for just a couple millions of dollars, just because, you know, Apple didn't allow it for a super long time uh, to, to be available. Yeah, which is money they weren't going to have anyways if they were playing nice with Apple. So that's not a big deal. Yeah, uh, the uh, Epic will have to pay uh, the legal fees, I believe, or a good chunk of the legal fees for Apple. Uh, so mm-hmm. a couple more millions of dollars. Uh, but the big thing is uh, the the judge basically was like, yeah, Apple has the right to ban you from ever being on their store. So they're not going to come back uh, unless some deal is struck uh, between Epic and Apple. Basically the judge is like, yeah, it's there. It, the same thing we've been saying for a while. It's, it's, it's your playground. Yeah. You know, it's your house. You set the rules. You, you know, you broke their rules. They have every right to kick you out. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and for reference, uh, Epic made like $600 million in the first two years. Fortnite was on iOS. So this is mm-hmm. potential money that they're never going to be able to get back into again or, you know, that yeah. ecosystem. Like, but, I, I can't go to work 
And, you know, like I'm supposed to, like, you know, disclosure, I wear like a blue apron to work. I can't go to work and just start deciding to wear a yellow apron and be like, well, like, what are you getting? like? And then they fire me or say that I can't come to work anymore. And then I sue them. Like, yeah. like you just like it doesn't work that way. And that's basically what the judge was saying is just like, yeah, you broke the rules knowingly. Um, and basically the judge was just saying the Apple isn't a monopoly, uh, but they did have anti-competitive things that were mm -hmm. Go, or which have now 90 days to be corrected, which is allowing uh, developers to allow different payment options available to them. Uh, but yeah, that was it. Um, Epic didn't really celebrate this ruling, even though before they said the number one priority was, uh, you know, opening a door for other developers. And then Apple really hasn't come out unless something's changed in the last day or so, saying that they were going to, you know, fight this at all. I think Apple's willing to deal with whatever consequences happen and just for the reasons we stated where it's going to be difficult for a lot of developers and app makers to set up their own payment processes and you know uh, do they work with paypal and deal with paypal's cut you know do they deal mm -hmm. with i think slice is another one do they just deal with their their cut so uh, we'll see what happens in the next 90 days uh, if we just see a flood of apps that have links to random websites. <laughs> that uh, scares people off too, though. Mm -hmm. Like when they're, when they're playing, you know, whether you know, I'm playing two or three different games, like if I'm playing Call of Duty Mobile and then I have to go to like an Activision store directly or if I'm playing a Fortnite and I have to go to an Epic store directly and I have to put all my information in multiple times and like that kind of annoys people and they, they like the, the all-in-one package. Yeah, Apple's made it really easy to where when you're using like any app on your phone, you just, you know, do the fingerprint and then it just charges your card you have on file and you don't have to worry about it because it's being processed through Apple. If something goes wrong, you talk to Apple first before you mm -hmm. talk to anyone else. Uh, but yeah, that that is the end of this saga for now. Uh, I know Epic is in a lawsuit with Google over the same thing. Uh, I will imagine this would go the same way. And I, I I would think if I'm epic at this point in time with this based on this ruling, I run away from this yeah, other you, ruling. You just you pay the legal fees of Google, <laughs> yep. and just just kind of walk away because you know what's going to happen. Uh, unless it really is important to allow third party things, if they stick to their word that all they care about is opening the door for other yeah, developers, yeah, but I, I, I you don't want to lose twice. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, yeah, but but. That's when we'll and, see and whoever's like, who's ever the judge on if if this other Google adverse Epic is in is in court obviously or in litigation like they're going to reference this other ruling all like they always reference similar rulings yeah, they, so they're they going to look they're going to look at yeah yeah. <laughs> so like this is not looking good for you know this is just like if somebody's wants to you know make a PlayStation exclusive game and says oh we want to release it exclusive on your platform you normally take 30% but we're you know, we're a big independent company and we only think you should take 20%. And Sony's like, well, no. And, you know, like, and they're like, well, we're going to see you. Okay. Our rules are our rules. We treat everybody the same. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> everything will, will come to, like, I, I think we'll get that, the Google ruling very soon, or that just might never take off. Uh, Cause I don't, I don't see them wanting to take a loss twice. Uh, right. The next story happened a little bit before the PlayStation showcase that we'll talk about uh, later. A, the uh, Fire Sprite studio has been purchased by PlayStation. Uh, so this is now the 15th studio that PlayStation owns. Uh, Fire Sprite are known for 
couple different games uh playroom playroom vr run sackboy run and more recently persist persistence and persistence vr uh, the studio is in liverpool and has staff from the old playstation liverpool studio which were known for the later wipeout games i believe so uh, another acquisition uh by playstation and kind of the acquisition that we expect from playstation in terms of like the the money they're playing with and uh, PlayStation becoming a very European company. Mm-hmm. Isn't this like the fourth or fifth studio acquisition that Sony's done in the last two years? I mean, like three years, like Insomniac, Housemark, um, Fire Sprite, um, the other one, Nether, um, I'm saying the name no, wrong. Uh, but Nixies. The Nixies. So that's yeah. like like four off the top of my head. Um, and, and people, like, I, again, the... It, when Microsoft purchased Bethesda, they got seven studios. So, like, they're yeah. almost close now, like, in terms of, it, especially, again, when Sony comes out and publicly says, we're not in an arms race to buy studios. Like, you kind of are. Yeah, <laughs> so. except they're just playing with a different wallet, basically. You know, they're, they're going for, they're basically leveraging the fact that, like, Sony, all the Sony heads now are European-based, Herman Holst, Jim Ryan. Mm -hmm. So they're picking up other European studios and I'm assuming they're probably costing less than what they paid for Insomniac, which I think they paid, they, they paid 250 million for, for Insomniac. So they're picking up all these studios and they probably haven't hit a billion yet. So they're using their money very wisely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm just comparing numbers and numbers. That's all Mm -hmm. not, not, you know, like obviously, um, when the Bethesda acquisition happened, like there's huge, huge IPs that came with that too. Like that's where a lot of the money was. It was in the IP and the publishing arm. These other studios are probably fantastic studios and they're going to allow whatever direction Sony is or isn't trying to take their market. Um, Because like if we hear, if we, if we're led to believe that they're like focusing on blockbusters, they're not acquiring studios that can produce blockbusters. Yeah. They're, well, I think we're we're going to get to the point where Sony... Like, this makes sense. This is a company that has a bunch... A Fire Sprite has VR experience, and mm-hmm. VR2's coming out, so they're probably like, let's just get them and work on the next big VR game. Right. And Sony has a track record of building studios up, so I, I think mm-hmm. they, they have enough confidence in their ability to, like, buy a smaller studio but without takes, an IP. Yeah, that takes time to build the time. studios, too. It takes multiple years, obviously. They do and, and, have, and, and they a have a, an amazing IP. track record of doing it. But yeah, so. they have a lot of dead IP though, in terms yeah. of just like IP they can pull from and immediately get people responding. Yeah, uh, sure. to them. Uh, though I, I will say, it does feel like they have a bunch of studios that are just getting started on developing games, as far as we know. Uh, mm-hmm. In terms of you know, like uh, all their big hitters have just finished up, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. their 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 games in the last year or two. So we're going to get an avalanche of Sony games, but it's probably going to be like three, four years out before we start mm-hmm. seeing like. Yeah, like right in the the whole, the the cruise, like I, I guess the cruise mode for PS5 when it's a three to five year old console um, read, readily available, probably a smaller version or a different version, either a smaller version or a souped up version of it out by then as well, mm-hmm. um, you know, so. But it's it's super super interesting just to see you know the directions that they're going that in terms of 
building, trying to build their library out and realizing that um, own, owning is like, and they're doing both, but owning is better than, than, than um, buying exclusives. Although they are, you know, reaching partnerships with multiple companies on exclusives. Um, it's just interesting to see in terms of the exclusives that we've heard about that are coming, you know, like are the studio deals like or, or for even un, unnamed games that they've done studio deals with and that as well as now purchasing studios like it's it's fascinating to see both sides of it. Yeah, I, I feel like those are those all those deals they're making with third parties and their acquisitions go hand in hand. You you buy the third party deals to hold hold you over until your newly acquired studios can get up and running. Yeah, but uh, to your point though, running. these deals are coming hand in hand month after month. Mm-hmm. Like we're hearing we're hearing about the Montreal studio from the former Google Stadia um, lady, and then the the sometimes always monsters uh, um, exclusive deal. Yeah, like these are games that aren't named at the same time when you're purchasing these studios. Like we know that Housemark is either working on something post Resogun or a new IP. Um, you know, and, but they've also just been recently been purchased. Um, and then, you know, like if the rumors are to be believed about blue point, um, we haven't heard what they're working on. Um, you know, so there's, there's a lot of unknown and a lot of like early development of things. Well, that's why I think we're seeing stuff like Forspoken getting an Mm -hmm. exclusivity deal that's coming out next year. Uh, why we're getting that project Eve game, um, and, like Kenna is exclusive uh, yeah. launch is they have to make those deals now while their studios reload. And then come 2023, it's going to be a hell of a uh, like run from, from the PlayStation studios. Uh, it's going to be the same from, it's going to be the same from Microsoft though. Cause once know, all their other acquisitions get rolling too. And it's going to be amazing so. for games uh, mm-hmm. just to see, but basically both companies being able to fire on all cylinders. Yeah, it's kind of what you were talking about last week. Like, tw- like holiday twenty twenty three is setting up to be like a pinnacle of gaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, and we're gonna see it from both PlayStation and Xbox. And Nintendo's just gonna continue to do what they do, mm-hmm. uh, just casually dropping in Game of the Year, you know, contenders. Uh, <laughs> every three people- every three years they show up. Yeah, every three years they <laughs> show up. They're like people... they're like that college powerhouse that just like has a great senior class, and then they just reload, and then by the time they're juniors or seniors, they're they're great again. And it's like they're just they like where did they come from? Like oh, they were it's been four years. Oh, now they have this. And like <laughs> no, but, but it's it, they're basically like Tom Brady to where they're like no Mario's too old to have a game of the year contender. No one gives a shit about Mario. Odyssey comes out game of the year. Then they, then they put his hat on backwards and changes overalls. And yeah, like, <laughs> people are like, is a Zelda game really going to hold up? Uh, or, you know, like, is Zelda really a franchise? And then, you know, Breath of the Wild comes out and is, like, uh, industry-changing type game. Like, Nintendo will just casually just release their first-party stuff and do that. Why Xbox and PlayStation are just having this all-out guns war, <laughs> you know, just going for it, uh, which is going to be exciting to see. Uh, I, I'm happy with this studio acquisition, even though it's not known what they'll do, but... With their last couple of acquisitions, it feels like, and their third-party deals, we might be going back to that time uh, where Sony were making smaller experiences or some experimental stuff along with their big, big deals. Uh, I don't think, you know, you're you're hiring this studio and you're going to be like, yeah, they're going to be the next Naughty Dog. You know, mm-hmm. y- y- you acquire this studio because they're like, they might have a cool idea we can expand upon. Yeah. But, 
uh especially like the vr studios when with vr2 we know we're not going to get a naughty dog like experience in vr uh anytime soon so an acquisition like this feels pretty nice uh in terms of making smaller games that are interesting uh whatever whatever scale that might be uh next story uh this one is a little sad but it kind of makes sense uh how it all went down uh also playstation related this is very playstation focused show uh the little big planet the majority of our listener base should be pleased yeah, yeah. Uh, Little Big Planet uh, server issues have finally concluded, uh, but they had to make some very uh, drastic action uh, for several months. I think back in February, March, uh, all the Little Big Planet servers went out, mm-hmm. uh, and Media Molecule kept saying that they were trying to bring them back. They couldn't figure it out. Eurogamer actually found out it was actually due to like maybe one specific fan they they said kept saying fan but this guy's just an asshole uh but they they marked it down to basically some fans or a single person were attacking the little big planet servers uh due to the franchise being ignored uh which is whatever <laughs> it's like it's we saw this with titanfall like a month or two yeah. ago where you had like supposed fans attacking titanfall because it was being ignored uh so media molecule had the servers off for several months now uh monday they had to announce that little big planet 3 on ps4 is back up and it'll stay up as far as they're aware but in order to do this they had to shut down little big planet 1 2 and 3 on ps3 and little big planet on vita uh, the silver lining is all the uploaded content from the PS3 games is still playable on the PS4. Uh, but I'm guessing the consoles, the PS3 is just too vulnerable that they just had to shut it off. Uh, How old is Little Big Planet 1? 2007? <laughs> yeah, I you, you, like the server should have been turned off. <laughs> yeah, uh, it it makes sense, and it was just a like a vulnerability at this point. Uh, that's where most likely the hackers were were attacking from. Yeah, uh, two thousand eight, uh, Little Big Planet came out, uh, so they just had to basically cut off the weak point, and it sucks yeah. uh, that those three games or those four Does games. It though? Anytime a game loses feature, I'm sure there's still someone who's playing Little Big Planet on the PS3. Uh, the only good thing is that all the content was able to be saved as long as it was uploaded. Unless there was someone actually working on a level on the PS3 who just can't do that now. Uh, that sucks for that. But it sounds but like they haven't been able to do it for months. They've been just waiting. They've had their level created, waiting to hit the <laughs> upload button. Uh but yeah, no, it, it's kind of crazy that they couldn't find like a proper resolution to keep those servers alive. But I'm sure the cost effectiveness of fixing those old servers. Well, the cost effective the cost effectiveness of fixing the old servers, the cost effectiveness of running the old servers, and then the cost effectiveness is figuring out what the hell to do with them. Like yeah. how much manpower did they spend to figure this out? <laughs> like, yeah, to, and and then at a certain point they're like, okay, let's we can fix the PS4 servers. Because uh, that makes sense to do, because people are probably still playing it on a PS4, uh, and the only way to fix this is to just cut off all other access uh, points for this. Uh, yeah, it, I, it sucks, I, I, but at least yeah. levels are saved. You know, like it, it's not like they're losing Little Big Planet one levels uh, right. from this. It's all if it was uploaded before the servers went down, you're fine. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I know your old game is old uh, and you're probably surprised they're still running. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it sucks the Vita had a go because I believe the Vita was its own closed ecosystem. But yeah. But again, the Vita had actually in Vita's case, I believe it actually had its own unique level building system, like using mm-hmm. utilizing the touch controls and stuff like that. So that had a different dynamic to it. And the Vita is younger than the PS3, but older than the PS4. And I, 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 I'm I'm a believer in one gen back. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, it, it must have just been one of those things where they looked at the Vita and they're like, okay, the Vita is still vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Let's just kill it, just uh, just to avoid any future headaches. Even though it's its own closed ecosystem, it probably still connected to the grand little big planet like that da- database Hub. in some yeah. ways, and they just were having to cut ties with that as well but it lives on on ps4 for now all right let's get into the big one uh the playstation showcase happened thursday we were going to record our own like special episodes but schedule wise just never lined up but if we did that on, on the surface like there's some cool things in here but not enough for a whole show no no yeah it would have been probably a little less time than the actual showcase was which i think the showcase was roughly what 44 minutes 40 the minutes? showcase was 40 minutes yeah, yeah. 40 um the, the interviews they did afterwards were kind of interesting but that was longer uh all right uh i because i'm selfish uh just put the highlights in our notes uh that i thought were interesting uh mm-hmm. dave might have something different but i am pretty sure we nailed uh what dave would be interested in or at least i did <laughs> uh the first one uh which is we knew this was coming, but I didn't know it was going to be PS5 exclusive, uh, PS5 PC. Uh, Star Wars uh, Knights of the Old Republic remake uh, is coming to PS5 and PC. Uh, apparently, Sony helped fund this with Aspire, um, which is why it's going to be console launch exclusive. Uh, the game was originally developed by BioWare and I think published by EA, uh, but this is being done through Aspire, Lucas Games, and Sony. So this is it's a, a huge... Timed, it's a timed console exclusive, my understanding, right? Yes. Yeah, a timed yeah. exclusive. Uh, they were actually very clear with that, which is nice for once yeah. to get some clarity. Usually this is like a... I think my wife asked me, like, usually this is a 12 to 18 month kind of thing? Usually 12, a year, right? Yeah, it's usually about a year. Uh, so this deal sounds very similar to, like, how Xbox funded the yeah. Tomb Raider games, where this game yep. might not have been made unless Sony was willing to upfront some money right but different than the street fighter 5 deal which is essentially was a console exclusive for its correct it still correct. is yeah so. uh so this is from aspire games uh which is kind of crazy yeah i mean they they had nothing to do uh with the original knights of the Old republic uh but they just i guess had the pitch uh for lucas uh and they're going to work on it uh no word on how much of a remake we're getting uh whether they're gonna try and follow everything straightforward or if they're gonna deviate from any paths but a lot of people are excited about this i mean this is originally i think just on the xbox and pc so it's kind of interesting that sony just like swooped in on this and just i guess had the money for it or had the pitch uh and it probably just shows you uh sony's relationship with disney is really good right now and we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that in a couple more minutes but uh sony has the the pitch uh to i'm sure money. that a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about i'm sure a lot of this ties into some structural contract stuff with spider-man 
Oh god, yeah, uh, it feels in like the MC, in the MCU like it has to. Yeah. This is something we're going to hear about like in 20 years like in a book like like another like something like the Disney CEO resigns or something like that or the Marvel CEO resigns and then he does a tell all book or something. And we usually get those books from the movie industry side of things, so we'll probably yeah. we'll probably find something out uh, in several several years. Uh, the next thing, uh, Project Eve from Shipped Up Studios, is like a third person action game. It got I, I got some I thought this is a Bayonetta game uh, when mm-hmm. they were first showing it for a while. Uh, it looks really cool. Uh, I don't know if this is something you would be super into, but it at least looked interesting. Yeah, it it looked. What I was actually most impressed about was it looked very smooth mm-hmm. um, in terms of like large environments and the way the character movement was with like with the monsters and stuff. Um, it looked very very smooth. Um, it looked it looked cool. I don't I I don't think it's something that I would probably play without seeing a little bit more about it. But at the same time, like the next game you're going to talk about, I kind of was like not interested in, and now I'm like super interested. In, so yeah, let's, let's talk about it. Uh, for spoken, uh, this is from square Enix, I believe, uh, before everything we'd seen about it, it seemed like it was going to be a straightforward, like fantasy RPG from square. And it turns out that the main character is actually from like our time, kind of like modern time mm-hmm. and gets sucked into this fantasy world. Uh, outside of the dialogue sounding like it wasn't actually coming from the game, this looks super interesting. Uh, well, and then Amy, Amy Henning's writing it. Oh, she is. Which, okay. Yeah, yeah, which is, it's Amy Henning and Gary Whitta um, together are writers on it. Um, Amy Henning did a lot of the writing on Uncharted, uh, or yeah. all of the writing on Uncharted. Um, and so, like, in terms of, like, that's a, that's a pretty high bar of storytelling for me, um, as well as, like, the little twist of, how this character is going to work um, is just super interesting to me. So like the game, it just looks, it looks a lot better and I can't wait to see more from it. Um, I do want to see, uh, it, we won't recently in, in the near future, but I do want to see like how the HUDs and stuff like that work, like the, how the game works. But yeah, I, 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 this was one of those games I was kind of interested in. And then when I saw the twist that was revealed, I became even more interested in this game uh and it is coming spring 2022 um someone points out in the chat that uh it's like a two-year exclusive for for ps5 so that's this could be a big one for for playstation especially uh spring 2022 seems ridiculous right now uh, so maybe this one will get like dropped back we have a bunch of games coming out in like february march of next year and i don't think all of them are going to make it february and march of next year uh but this this looks phenomenal i i I was really excited after seeing this trailer uh a little bit after that uh we got a new ghostwire tokyo trailer um did did not realize it was ghostwire when i was watching the the beginning (laughs) there's a tonal difference i feel like in those early trailers than we got in here this is the, the opposite of what forespoken did for me where I was like, kind of like, eh, I'm not really interested in Overspoken, saw the trailer, and now I'm super hyped. Ghostwire, I was interested in, latest trailer kind of dampened my excitement just a little bit. Uh, it still looks cool, but I don't know. Uh, some of the character design stuff, or just how the gameplay looked, didn't leave the best impression on me. It but, looks completely different than, like, I we saw this at the Bethesda press conference that we went to, right? Yeah, yeah, that, that's it what didn't, they... Is it my... Is, am I crazy to think that it was more of like a... 
like a, an urban Tokyo environment with a like it looked like it had a little bit more less mage to it, I guess. No, that was I all there, not... uh, okay. but the presentation felt better. I don't know the way they revealed all the monsters in this trailer or all the like the creatures. I, I didn't really do much for me, uh, and I don't know. Uh, I can't quite pin down what this game didn't do for me from this trailer, and I, I just kind of left like kind of uh, kind of unimpressed and less excited about it for some reason. I don't know why exactly that happened, uh, but but it did. Uh, after that, uh, we, I mean, it was like a GTA five thing, the Alan Wake thing happened, uh, but we talked mm-hmm. about that last week. Uh, Uncharted four and lost legacy are coming to PS five and PC next year. Uh, iron galaxy is handling the PC port, uh, instead of like Nixie's, uh, Nixie's is probably working on something else after Sony acquisition, but uncharted four and lost legacy on PS five. Are you considering replaying these like i i I never finished lost legacy okay um but uncharted 4 in terms of from the story aspect of it uh, for me um did exactly what i wanted it to do it 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 put a nice little bow on on a great box and i don't have any tangible i've tried to play some go back and play some previous uncharted's before just for fun and i can't do it so i i don't I don't think that this would make me or entice me to do it. Yeah, I, I um I can return Uncharted 2. I do it frequently, but I, I have had no desire. Even though I loved Uncharted 4, it is definitely one of the best in the series. Probably my second favorite Uncharted game. I haven't had any desire to go back to Uncharted 4 since completing it. And Lost Legacy, I didn't complete until earlier this year. But I, I, I would be curious to see how this goes on pc every time playstation releases a game on pc uh, they get better and better at doing that so i'd want to see what uncharted 4 on pc or lost legacy on pc will look like more than i am on ps5 because so far all the ps5 remasters from ps4 games have been pretty much just here's a consistent frame rate uh and a better resolution so nothing groundbreaking happening there Mm -hmm. Uh, after um, that, it's super interesting that's coming to PC. Like again, like it's just and 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 together. Um, I would be shocked if the Uncharted Collection isn't coming eventually as well. I you would hope so, but uh, they might not. Uh, Gran Turismo uh, is coming to PS4 and PS5 on March fourth. Uh, okay, until it gets yeah. delayed again. So yeah, I just put it in there because I knew you would say that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Gran Turismo. The only thing that gives me confidence is that it actually has a day. Uh, so if it does get delayed, I don't see it being a gigantic delay. No, it'll be like April or May. Like yeah. So. Uh, if they just said March 2022, it's like no, that that shit's coming out in June. But because they they actually put a day, uh, uh, an actual day on it on, with yeah, a number. It, it, like uh, in chat, like oh the game looks great. Yeah, like racing games always look great. Like they like they're 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 a showcase for it. But this game should have been out at launch. Like I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, after that, uh, I feel like. The show got really, really good uh, with the last three uh, trailers. Insomniac Games is making a fucking Wolverine game. Like, holy <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah, there's been more information that's came out since then. Uh, mm-hmm. But this game is farther off than people are thinking. And oh, I, don't yeah, know they... why, I don't know why people are thinking that. Um, and the more that they've talked about it, the, the more I'm led to believe it's like 2024. I think it is, is 2024. It? Yeah, uh, they said like, it's early in development. Yeah. Uh, 
They don't have a voice actor for Wolverine, which is not at the end of the world, but that's a very important factor for it. Um, and it's also going to be a very mature-toned game, and it's going to be large in scale. So the first question that came up with a couple of my friends as like that we were talking about, and I was, I was always this – I'm always been on this side, and I kind of already said it when I did it, but Spider, Spider-Man 2 is coming before this. Yeah. <laughs> so. But this is like – I, I don't mind that it's a 2024 game because we're getting Spider-Man 2 in 2023. Uh, and I don't, I, I want it to be a full game. I, I it's uh-huh. crazy that they had to like tell people it's going to be a full game because I guess Miles Morales has set like a, a standard for like how you can have a length for a game, but I'm so excited. And it is the creative director and game director from Miles Morales so mm-hmm. it's not like a, a new... which initially led people to believe it'd be a miles like experience yeah. and they've come out and said no like yeah it, it, um, and the mature tone uh yeah is is exciting i hope it's you have to do it rated m like the amount of violence that a wolverine game would yeah. be it has just, to be just the way he's got metal that comes out of his hands like yeah it has to be um <laughs> it's super cool and like you said like the relationship that that Sony through Insomniac is having with Disney and Marvel is fascinating um, for, you know, and just what in general, what Marvel is allowing companies to do with some of their properties is, is super cool. Whether you like or didn't like Avengers, like it's still a thing and it's, it's, it's cool that it's a thing. Um, yeah. Guardians the, was featured in this. So correct. Yeah. Line. And the, even like the, what if franchise, the, the, the stretching that they're allowing them to do with, with some of the stuff, some of it's good, some of it's not, some of it's great, some of it's not. Um, but it's there. And it's like, we, we, we had this void for so long as an example with star Wars, where it was just, is either wasn't existent or it was terrible. There was never any good. <laughs> so the fact that there's a good mix of this, um, is, is awesome. And, um, it's just interesting. I, I love I love that it's Insomniac, but I have my concerns that it's Insomniac as well. Insomniac is they have so many games already out on the PS5. They have three, and now they're gonna have two more within the next th- two to three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I kind of hit the point where I, I have full faith in Insomniac. Uh, I don't think they're being stretched too thin, just because. Again. I, I I'm not worried about it being stretched too thin. Like I'm more worried about like what the hell are these other studios doing? That's where this oh, no, studio can just all do all this bad. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, like, all right, Michael. Like, what is Naughty Dog doing right now? So your concern isn't with Insomniac because you no. said that initially your concern was with Insomniac. Your concern right, is with I guess, the Sony I guess, studios. I, I guess I guess I worded it wrong. I, I am con- there is a small bit of concern on like is, is Insomniac going to try to turn into Platinum Games where Platinum Games had a, a bar really high for a long time and then they tried to do too much. That's always like kind of like in my mind. Mm-hmm. But my concern now is like we've had another showcase. Okay. All right. So we're going to play a little game. Michael, what is Sony Ben doing? We don't know. Okay. We have the a last thing, the last story. thing the last thing they did was Days Gone. Yeah. What is Naughty Dog doing? Formally doing the Last of Us multiplayer that they announced through a freaking no, what, job what, listing. You, what game is Naughty Dog working on? A multiplayer game set in the Last of Us right. universe now, is all we know. What game is Insomniac working on? Wolverine and Spider Man. Right. So yeah. like that, you know, um, what is, you know, like, I know that they just did the director's cut, but like, what is Sucker Punch doing? Like yeah, you're no, going to, yeah. you're going to announce a, a Wolverine game. Kudos. Great job. Awesome. 
okay, why can't you announce in a brief trailer what Sucker Punch is doing? Why couldn't you put a, a Last of Us multiplayer logo up on this showcase? Why couldn't you have hinted at what Sony Bend is doing? On top of it, Sony Bend has only done one thing since I've been covering video games. Yeah. So, so. what I think <laughs> the difference with Insomniac might be is kind of what we see in the movie industry, but it's slightly different. Is like sometimes like Marvel when they're like, Hey, here's the next 10 years of films. Yeah. And then they pick Marvel untitled November 5th, Marvel untitled April 2nd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think right now, because Disney is in such of, if you pitch it and have the means you can make it. I think insomniac yeah. is literally with Wolverine being like, we call Wolverine. Like, yeah. do no, not I... include Wolverine in your other games because no one's going to give a shit about yeah. your Wolverine because we're making Wolverine. But like we know that Ubisoft Massive Studios working on an Indiana Jones or I'm sorry an Avatar game now it's been titled. We know that Ubisoft is making a Star Wars game. Yeah. We know that somebody I can't even think who they are right now. Um, Bethesda is making an Indiana Jones Machine game. Head. Machine Head, yeah. So like, and we kind of have an idea what's going on. Um, we essentially like we just talked about. We almost know what almost every Microsoft studio is doing. Yeah, but with PlayStation. And like Naughty Dog, uh, Sucker Punch, they're they're keeping that to and the th chest. And, and maybe then Insomniac changes that to where like they have to announce what they're working on ahead of time. And then they're being cheeky um, with the God of War stuff, God of War Ragnarok, saying Corey Barlog's not directing on it, which leads most people to believe, rightfully so, that there's something else that he's doing. Which he is. Uh, yeah, they <laughs> yeah. pretty much have come out yeah. And like, yeah, he's working and on so something So they're else. being like super cheeky with this stuff versus just saying... Like, I guess this is the part where Phil, I almost feel like if Phil Spencer was running PlayStation, he'd be like, oh, yeah, Corey's working on his own cool thing. We'll tell you about it later. That's exactly how you'd say it. Yeah. And so you would know that, you know, and or he'd be like, oh, yeah, they're, you know, same thing. Like Naughty Dog's working on this, this really cool multiplayer thing, but we're just not ready to talk about it yet. Well, you know, the like, Naughty Dog one, they've kind of just like the postings have been pretty. Not open. Sony hasn't. Like I'm saying, yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. you know, that's what I, you know. Like, because Druckmann's, Jim Ryan's Druckmann's terrible at that vague, shit. Yeah. He'd probably say too much of the wrong thing and then they'll have to apologize for it two Or years Herman later. Holst or, you yeah. know, any, anybody. That's the thing that's just, it's, it's just really interesting and really weird to me of like we know that media molecules messing with dreams but how long until somebody like puts their damn fist on the table and says all right enough playing with the toy go make a game um <laughs> yeah so well, I, I i think it's just like the confidence level or the pipeline that insomniac has built where they are comfortable enough to being like yeah they're making a wolverine game it'll be out in two years you know no, uh, i, I but you but you have that pedigree with Naughty Dog. Years ago, all you did was put Uncharted 4 logo on the screen. Yeah, but Naughty and Dog is also known for like really bad crunch and all this <laughs> other stuff that kind of goes with their games to where they probably just aren't comfortable announcing shit too early for Naughty Dog at this point. While Insomniac coming out of both Spider-Man games are like, yeah, we never crunch. Uh, yeah. No People like working here. Uh, yeah. as opposed to the other studios where people are like, we, this is one of the worst experiences, but my favorite experience at the same time. Uh, but like, I, I love like Insomniac's like confidence and PlayStation's confidence in them to being like, yeah, announce the Wolverine game now. You don't have anything to show for it? Yeah, just put up a trailer. It's cool. We'll know you'll have it done in two years. Put up a trailer, which is almost a carbon copy of his reveal in a movie. Which is 
perfect for this because yeah. then it no, gives you I a know, tone. I know, yeah. but I'm just saying, like, that, I don't really think that that was that hard. So, yeah. like, I mean, I I don't know enough about that kind of stuff, but I don't I don't think that that was terribly hard to 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 produce. That's just yeah. my opinion. So, uh, and also, again, I think it really helps them that they have Spider Man. And Spider-Man always has to be in New York. So, like, the world building they have to do for Spider-Man was already done in the first game. Uh, Mm -hmm. So then all they have to worry about is adding some different features and adding a new story. They basically, with Spider-Man, have a sports title (laughs) in terms of just, like, they just have to add extra features to the Spider-Man world, and that's all fans would want, you know, as opposed to if they had something else it's why like rocksteady were able to produce three batman games yeah, relatively yeah, you fast had, you had Be- got them yeah yeah uh and so, then I once they were see, done like, with that they yeah, had no I, idea I mean, what to do so spider-man 2 coming in 2023 shows peter parker uh, the next bullet point in your story shows yeah. peter parker miles morales and confirms venom uh ps5 exclusive confirmed so this is what we were talking about. Like, what could they do? I didn't even really think about Venom um, just because I almost felt like that was kind of like too easy. But it looks like it's probably going to work. And then my mind immediately started wondering, like, they could go inside these buildings and do some really cool stuff. With, yeah, with which Venom. they dabbled so. just a little bit in the previous game. Or like, yeah. Miles, you were indoors way more than you were in uh, other games yeah. or the other Spider-Man game. So, yeah, there's so much they can do with, with Venom. Uh, he looks cool. He sounds pretty damn awesome. Uh, you know, they confirm that, you know, Miles and Peter are both going to be in the game as opposed to one of them, like, fucking off for no reason, uh, which I was worried they were going to do to where we weren't going to get them in the same game for a while or for too long. Uh, this looked amazing. Uh, it was a, you know, simple trailer, but th- that's all you need for this at this point. And it's coming out in 2023. I do like they confirmed it's PS5 exclusive, uh, as in there is no PS4 version of this game. Uh, same mm-hmm. thing with Wolverine, which makes sense because if they were still doing PS4, PS5 games in 2023 and 2024, <laughs> there'd be something <laughs> super wrong uh, with how things are going. All right. So prediction, question and prediction for you now. Uh, will Spider-Man 2 have co-op? No, I think it's going to be a single player game. You're going to be switching between them. I don't think they mess with the Spider-Man formula enough. Uh, to I think it, I think I think it will have co-op. I think it'll have it that you can go back and forth. You can switch the that. I think you go. You'll be able to switch to characters on demand. I think your Miles and Spider-Man oh. or Miles and Peter will be in the same room at the same time. Um, and but you can switch AI driven, or you can have a somebody with. Oh you. no no I what oh so I I think you'll be switching between them, but I don't think there'll be a, a second player option. I think nah, this is I, still going to be built. Around. I think they'll be in the rooms at the same time. Oh, like no, no, they'll think? be in the rooms at the same time, but I don't think uh, player two, as in like... Nah, I, th- I do, so... You, you think there'll be two people controlling... Yes. One controlling Miles, one... Yeah, I don't I don't see that happening. If it does, that'll be cool. I just don't know how that would exactly work uh, with, you know, having two Spider-Men swinging around at the same time that two different human beings are controlling. I feel like Next that would gen be only, bro. <laughs> ah, no, I, I, I don't... I, I, doubt that if you can if you can make ratchet pull through riffs you can have miles and yeah no I, I think that would be just too hard to have two characters streaming through the world at the same time uh having humans just do stupid shit <laughs> you know like the uh do you think sony is building out a 
video game universe? Like, do you think no. the Wolverine and Spider-Man can be connected or will be? No. No? You, do you think they can't do it with just Spider-Man and Wolverine? I, I think they can do it, but I just don't think they will. Yeah. I, I think there will be definitely Easter eggs. I would love if the post credit scene for Spider-Man 2 uh, is something related to Wolverine. Uh do you yeah, think- but I mean, they've been they they've kind of done that aspect of it of teasing Miles. They teased Miles at the beginning of the Spider Man reveal. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, there's there's things that I, I guess. Do I think that there's they're going to be interconnected? Sure. Do I think that we're ever going to see them physically connect? No. Does yeah. that make sense? Uh, yeah. No, I can see that, but I can totally see maybe Peter Parker popping up or something, or you hear about some shit that Wolverine's doing. I don't think you ever get a crossover game, but I can see them like hinting to each other's existence, if anything. Unless Sony okay. gets a third Marvel game, then I think that's what Sony would be building to. But I don't know. This could be a test run. We could end up seeing Sony making another deal for another exclusive uh, Marvel game. And then at that point, I think they would be building a universe. Um, all right. Uh, the last thing that was there uh, is the... Uh, god of war ragnarok trailer uh this looked great uh Mm -hmm. though it does seem like you're going back to a lot of areas that you were in the first game uh at least from what i saw uh which i don't have a problem with as long as it continues the story i Uh, think that i think that the overworld is going to be the same but i think you're definitely going to go to different realms you will but you are going to see old places that you visited as well. well yeah i think it's you can't be <laughs> we can't be mad at or praise Miles Morales for what they did and be mad if God of War does it. I mean, uh, like this is and, and and we're hearing that this is the end of essentially this is the end of this um what's the word that I'm trying to think of? Saga? Um Norris. Okay. Um yeah, the the Norris saga. Um so like I we thought that there this might be like a, another trilogy, but it sounds like it just might be a sequel. So uh, in terms of that like there's going to be other realms you're going to go to and i think it'd be weird if you go and, and i think it'd be worse if you go and build another realm teleporter you know what i'm saying yeah yeah it, it was just one of those things where i don't know i'm not one of those people that were mad that the boat animation is the same uh but yeah that was clips, hilarious so. the clips that they showed in the trailer it's like how many different ways can he row a boat uh but the, the a but lot of the clips i saw even, in the trailer okay brief spoilers for god of war if you haven't played it they haven't even barely touched on the world serpent at all yeah i hope they expand upon uh, that so, aspect. Like, i'm just saying a, there's that's a that center focal point of that god of war overview world was a huge focal point and there is still stuff in that game i didn't go check out and there was other realms that i think were shown that you couldn't even go to yeah i don't know i think the only thing that like kind of made me not super excited about this like i was for wolverine uh, is there were too many instances where I'm like, that looks way too familiar uh, to where I was hoping to see something big. But I guess that's what the character reveals were supposed to be for. But my North's mythology knowledge isn't great. Uh, so some of the reveals didn't really do anything for me. But the game still looks great. And I'm, I'm glad to see this continue, obviously, because uh, I love the, the first one or whatever you want to call it. Uh, <laughs> but 2018's God of War. I, I loved it. Uh, so I, I want to see where the story unfolds. Uh, and no, luckily, I'm totally, I'm totally fine with whatever overworld system that they use to get you from point A to point B. If it's the same, like 
it's it's a continuation of that story. Like for them to go to a completely different location would be weird. Oh no no no! I I, I don't expect them to. I don't know. It, it's just weird. I just thought too many things were reminiscent of the first game uh, for a reveal trailer for whatever reason. I know it contradicts what I say about Spider-Man, but I was just... <laughs> I, think that they were, I think that they were trying to pull on people, like trying to help people remember. Because it's, it's, it's going to be, you know, four or five years. That's a long time. This isn't two years out. This is, yeah. you know, like God of War came out, Spider-Man came out, Miles came out, and then God of War 2 is coming out. <laughs> so, yeah. like, like in terms of the windows and the brackets of time, I think that they need to refresh the player, um, you know, a little bit. And that's where you're seeing some of the stuff from. I'm just super interested in seeing the the rest of Atreus and Kratos' story. Like, that's, and mm-hmm. it, if it's in the same, if it's in the same world, like, so be it. Like, that, I, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. It was just something about, like, the some of the backgrounds of just like that looks like too familiar uh but they now, might be if, holding if, stuff if we back. go to, if if we go to the same realms and they look the same and we don't go to different parts of those realms that's what yeah i'll be that yeah i'll be disappointed from that trailer yeah. uh, but i think if we're going to new realms or if we do revisit another realm then um you know like that'll be fine like i'm sorry but when you when you visited um the underworld in god of war every single one it wasn't that different yeah and that, so. that I, maybe that's just my old God of War. Uh, <laughs> no, like that's memories. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. but did you feel like God of War three was worse because you'd already been in the underworld two other times? No, by God of War three, at least there was enough of a graphics overhaul. But from like one to two, I was just like, I'm fucking tired of <laughs> okay. this stuff. But like three had a visual overhaul uh, that was significant yeah the hot the hot the hot topic on twitter was because the boat animation is the same but i don't really know how many d- you want them to to have him jump in a boat instead of hop in a boat now like I, I, why are that you gonna redo yeah that <laughs> like, was why are you gonna redo what, I, what always works already worked yeah there's only like, so many raised ways to row a boat like to yeah. complain about the animation are people gonna be similar? mad that because venom doesn't venom swings too similar to parker <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, that would be disappointing because Miles and Peter are completely different swings. Uh, but yeah, this is coming out in uh, 2022, PS4, PS5, and uh, $10 as mentioned upgrade. earlier, new director. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but someone who's been with every director of like every God of War game, which I thought was like a cool aspect because some people were freaking out that it's not Corey Balrog, it's Eric uh. Williams, and... Game directors change way more than people realize. Oh, for sure. I if, I feel like it's only within the last like five to ten years that people yep. know game director yep. names. And if you think that Borlaug doesn't have his hands on this, you're crazy. Yeah, like, his, his cubicle, his office isn't too far from the other person's yeah, office. Yeah, he's he's in the conference room for all of these meetings, yeah. <laughs> or he's he's got the zoom on with his camera off for everything. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, and, and the guy uh, Eric Williams, I believe, is the the name. I'm like double checking that. Uh, he has worked on every God of War game yeah. uh, under every director that they've had. They're teasing giants in this game. They're like, there's some cool stuff, man. There's some yeah. really cool stuff. Uh, but that was uh, the PlayStation Showcase. What did you think overall of of the showcase? Um, it was fine. The Wolverine thing was the biggest surprise. Everything else was already known. Um, like I mentioned, I'm disappointed that I don't know what some of these other studios are working on, or even it's being hinted at. Um, it also just personally, uh, felt like a really extended state of play with Jim Ryan talking at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I liked the show. Uh, it was pretty, 
pretty good. I think the Wolverine thing say if the Wolverine thing didn't exist, I think I'd probably be disappointed from the show. Uh, but mm-hmm. I'm enough of a Marvel Marvel fanboy that like the Wolverine thing is all I needed to be like this is a great show, even if it the was con- a short teaser. The conversation that Sid Schumann had with Corey Barlog and Eric Williams should have been in the show. Yeah, like, like I didn't you, even really watch. Yeah. That if stuff. you go back, if you if, like, if you're somebody that didn't wasn't able to catch the PlayStation Showcase live, and you go to YouTube to find the replay, you're not seeing that interview. You're not seeing the interview with for Gran Turismo. That's the stuff that people really like. Like that's the you know, Xbox like, was criticized hard by fans over their interview stuff. That there there the, there's a balance though. Yeah. Like there, there's a balance. Like you could have had a you could have had almost like a three minute conversation with the insomniac director. You could have put, um, I can't even think of his name. The head of insomniac, Samuel, Samuelson, Samuelson, Jamie, something. I'm sorry. His name is escaping me completely. Um, but you could have had him just like, Hey, you just saw like a reveal trailer for Marvel Wolverine. It's going to be, you know, he could have just squashed anybody's, questions like it's being made by the team that did miles morales but they're gonna you know it's gonna it's gonna be large in scale and it's gonna have a mature tone to it versus again we're seeing stuff come out days after this event when you can control the narrative yeah yeah uh they, they would have been nice if they included the, that i'm sorry the release day for gran turismo wasn't revealed unless i missed it during the showcase wasn't revealed until after the showcase in that interview it wasn't shown when they showed no, gt um, i think it was I want to okay. say, yeah, I, I want to say it was, I'd have to look at the trailer again, but I'm pretty sure yeah. the trailer shows March 4th. Okay. That uh, I might've missed it. So yeah, I, I kind of do the thing when they show racing games, I kind of look at my let phone. Let me go get it. Let me go fill my water up. It's going to be three minutes of circles or yeah. ovals, whatever they are. Uh, so that's it for, for news. Uh, the PlayStation showcase. Uh, do you think we hear from Sony again, or do you think that's it for the year? That's it for the year. That's it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, do you think Xbox has one more thing in them or everyone's just went to uh, game awards? Uh, yeah, no, I, I think Xbox has something um, that might just be like a big game pass announcement. Um, mm-hmm. But I think they have something between now and Thanksgiving. So Yeah. And then Nintendo track record September, they have a direct. So we'll probably hear from Nintendo shortly. Uh, even if it's just to spotlight, we'll Metroid have it. Yeah, we'll, we'll have it. Yeah, we'll have a direct for Metroid Dread. There'll be an amiibo announced for Metroid Dread, um, and they'll probably like add some suits to Samus for Smash Brothers for Metroid. Yeah. All right. Uh, sh- shall I tell people what has been delayed? <laughs> um, yeah, Grand sure, Theft Auto sure. Five Remastered has been delayed to March twenty two. Uh, or March 2022. <laughs> uh, and it was originally set for November 11th. And then Dying Light uh, was delayed from December 7th to February 2022. Anything surprising about any of this? No. December looked like a terrible time for Dying Light. So Yeah. Uh, shit. February and March are kind of a terrible time for Dying Light, to be fair. Uh <sighs> February, March is the GTA thing is kind of weird. Like, why is it taking so long? Like, to make a PS3 game work on PS5? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, especially that trailer didn't look like crazy, right? uh, Different. Uh, I don't know what exactly they're doing, uh, or if it's just uh, you know, working from home makes life difficult uh, for for that stuff. Uh, But yeah, I'm not too surprised by any of this stuff. I wonder. 
they were giving away like shark card money until this released, right? So I wonder if they were gonna have to extend how often. Yeah, they, they were giving out that. something away for as long as you like. I don't remember what it was. PS Plus subscribers are getting something every month or every week or something. Until the game comes out. Yeah, I wonder if they're yeah. going to have to extend that. They probably will because it costs them nothing to, to do that. Uh, but yeah, Dying Light, I don't know if this actually truly helps them because <laughs> uh, now they're competing with way more uh, games. Uh, but they're also at the point where I wouldn't be surprised if it gets delayed one more time. <laughs> yeah, uh, so uh, yeah, this came like through the pipeline today or whatever like this week and i was like oh okay i kind of like keep forgetting it's coming <laughs> similar to um how you had forgotten death loop came out <laughs> yeah 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 I, um, i'm forgetting about dying light a lot yeah so uh what we're playing and watching um so i was actually on like i said i was on overnights um typically i don't work friday night into saturday morning and i did to end the to end the project because the holiday was earlier so saturday was um spent trying to like get back on a regular on a regular clock uh, as well as uh, a lot of college football was on like there were some big games like ohio state oregon michigan um was playing washington there was just some some big games on so i fell asleep in random chunks throughout the day on saturday but essentially watched college football all day saturday and then sunday was nfl opening day <laughs> so i i watched the lions play terrible and then look kind of decent and then still lose um and even like the games like the thursday night game Tampa Bay and Dallas was really good. Um, the games, some of the games on Sunday were good. The Monday night game was hilarious how it ended. Um, and I'm just really happy to have NFL football back and college football back on the weekends and to see whether, I, I don't know how safe I feel about it, but just to see the fans uh, in the stadiums, I, I realize how much I missed the atmosphere that's created in that environment. Um, but yes, it is. I, I, there is that back of my mind that's concerned of like there's 113,000 people in U of M Stadium right now. Yeah, and then <laughs> like, you like go like, okay, what's the state's vaccine? Yeah, <laughs> like so, percentage. Like, and I don't want to necessarily think like that, but at the same time, I, I want to keep progressing in the right direction so that yeah. we can have you know have things correctly again. My my um, time in airport is going to be super interesting. I'm expecting me to have just a little bit of like I had a little bit of shock when I went to the Sox game, uh, and it was a yeah. sold out Sox game. It was yeah. the first time I'd been in a crowd that big since lockdowns. I'm like wondering like what my my state of mind is going to be at the airport uh, when yeah. I see all those people doing stuff. So, um, but then um, so you know, DDG bought Deathloop. So again, for anybody that might be like checking on me, I'm playing Deathloop on an alternate account. Yeah. Um, so just just so if you hear me talking about certain things and you want to like look at my trophies and say i didn't do this i'm just telling you i'm playing on an alternate account um so i played like two hours today two and a half hours today um this morning it's interesting it's um my concern had always been the loop in the game um and it's i'm starting to understand that a little bit better um uh, first complaint that i have about the game is the text <laughs> I feel like I'm so old when I say this. The text is too damn small. Like, you can adjust that though. I can you like yeah. uh, the the tutorial, not the not the subtitles, like the menu text. Oh, the menu text. I'm not too sure about that. Like when you're looking at when you're reading files or reading notes. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but and then just understanding the mechanics. Like I, I I think I got through. I guess what what you would call the first day. Um, I did while I was playing through. I did. So, I'm trying to speak as vaguely as I can. I believe you can die twice. 
Yes, and you, you like can, and, it's you, called and, reprise. and you loop yeah you and you and you loop back to a different to like a a different portal point I guess I'd call it, um, and so then the third time is you you go back to to your your hub and you lose everything, mm-hmm. so that's the rogue version rogue version of the game, um, and then I did find the battery so <laughs> I had a hard time finding a battery today okay so. <laughs> um, and but then the first gun that i have already jams which is annoying as hell i hate the jam mechanic in a game yeah um, and then like it just takes so long to unjam that gun uh it's, yeah that's why uh when i played i spent so long in that first area just looking f- through every single like nook and cranny hoping to bu- find other um, guns yeah but essentially for those of you that maybe are on the fence about it <laughs> this is like groundhog day the game yeah like i can totally like there's already they're already teasing at like you you lose your stuff but you retain the knowledge and the player obviously retains the knowledge so you like there's gonna ultimately there's probably this perfect order that you're gonna have to do something in but it's gonna take you multiple times and multiple playthroughs to figure out what that perfect order is um and that seems to be really cool a really interesting way that they want to tell the story um the dialogue between colt and um Juliana is fantastic. Yeah, the writing for this is yes. so good. I like yeah. I'm not too far off from you. I'm like 90 minutes uh, into the game I was playing before here, but immediately the writing uh the dialogue between those two characters is fantastic. And then just Colt talking to himself is entertaining as hell. Uh yeah. I really little, little things like if you go to pick up health. Nope, I don't need that. I'm good. Yeah. Like <laughs> Uh, um, like the, the, the messaging in the world, like I get, yep. I, I still can't grasp early on if those are his actual thoughts manifesting or if he's somehow leaving notes for himself, but I don't care either way. It's just really entertaining him answering like the words you, that are plastered on the screen. Did you get to the part where you entered? Like, have you gotten the code yet? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was cool. That scene was cool. Um, House. where he's being where he's being held oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. no um, all that all that stuff is really good just the arguments yeah. he has with himself and then all the stuff with uh juliana <laughs> um and the game like even like a uh, the couple people on stream were saying it when i was streaming like I, it always looked good and now that i see the world like the world looks super fascinating and super fleshed out um i don't understand the enemy mechanic yet um, in terms of the stealthiness of them, as well as they uh, tend to blend in with the environment really, really well. Yeah, that um, first area, they kind of bothers me. So, yeah, like I it definitely has like that dishonored stealth um, and the sort of stealth that is kind of relying you to mark your targets, uh, but it isn't like the most OP targeting system. Like we're used to in other games where you can just mm-hmm. like tag somebody tag. and watch them walk even, all the way to the bathroom. Yeah, even if they're behind <laughs> something, you can tag them yeah. sort of thing. Uh, you need to have good visual on them and tag them. The only problem I've had with it so far is when there's multiple enemies together. Uh, basically, you have to look at them and then hit down on the D-pad. But if they're too close to each other, it's really hard to figure out where the center point is to where I was like marking and unmarking people when I was trying not to <laughs> do that. Uh, but I do like the idea that like when you mark it, it shows you what type of weapon they have. 
So then you know how you want to approach them. Uh, though I, mm-hmm. I feel like early on, it is very much telling you this is a stealth game, uh, which yeah. I hope it changes later on to be a little more viable to run and gun. Yeah, I hope so too. It looked like all the stuff they were showing in the trailers and stuff like that looked like it was going to be you could really like pick somebody up and throw them against a the wall and stuff like that. And I and I kind of want to do that and like now. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, but so far, like the it's reviewing super well, like super super well. Um, the I'm I'm very impressed with what I played so far. I don't even know how long it is. I haven't even asked anybody or looked up how long it's going to take to beat. Um, I on the surface I don't feel like it's going to be super long. Um. I would say, if I had to guess, 12 to 18 hours? I would hope so for for a game like this, uh, that it wouldn't be too bad. Uh, I looked it up. Some people are saying about 15 hours. Okay. Um, So that's about where I would want a time game to be. Right. Uh, So, and there's going to be a, you can already see it, but there's definitely going to the same area multiple times, which is fine. mm -hmm. As long as there's new things to do and and new ways to interact. Um, The hacking mechanic is interesting. I'm getting a little bit of a watchdogs vibe from it as well. Um, So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed so far. Is it, am I sitting there telling you you should buy it right now? No, not yet. I need to play a little bit more. So, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Like I liked after I finished the first area. Uh, when it kicks you back to the menu to be like, all right, let's look at all the stuff you found. Uh, let's see if there's any upgrades you can do to your gun or do to your character. Uh, I like that. It was just like, hey, if you go back to Updam, you didn't really explore your apartment enough. Like it will tell you like different objectives to go back to other areas. So I like that they're already early on being like, if you go back to Updam, you can still look around and find information because I, I'll tell you, I, I'll tell you right now, I'm turning the invasion process off. I'm not oh, messing I, with other, I'm not messing with other people messing with me. <laughs> I will mess with other people, but after I beat this game, uh, yeah. but I, I, I don't see myself turning that functionality on. It's off by default. Your first like two or three areas, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then it will prompt you for that. Uh, but I, I want to see what it's like to play as Juliana. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause that, seems like it would be really fun uh but i haven't seen exactly how she fits into the game early on uh at least in the first area she's not really that big of a deal outside of the dialogue uh mm-hmm. but i'm impressed with it like it plays really well uh like the the gun plays uh fun i love the distraction mechanic because you have the the what is it like the the, the hacking thing uh mm-hmm. and then you can just pick up objects uh different things to distract people like there's alarm clocks everywhere <laughs> in mm-hmm. this game uh, for you to use. Uh, and I thought I was kind of tired of like text being splashed in the world. Uh, they, but they're I, doing it really well. They, yeah, so. exactly. it's really And they're definitely well not here. taking themselves too seriously. You'll run into some areas where they're like, no, dummy, don't go that way. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I, I'm really impressed in the early going. Like, I'm excited to start playing it again after we're done recording. Yeah. Um,. I messed around with some Destiny stuff. They made a, you know, obviously, like, a, like it's still early in the season, like week three, week four, whatever it is. So there's still some cool story bits that are going on, some things that they're teasing that are leading up to Witch Queen. Um, and they did a whole revamp to Trials of Osiris, the PvP mode. Made it super rewarding, super worth your time. Um, so just another step in the right direction of, like, the. I think they said they had the most popular players online for Trials of Osiris since Destiny 1. Um which is super interesting, um, especially since this is one that was put behind a paywall. Um, you had to own the, the most recent expansions to be able to play Trials, um, which is something that wasn't before it was available as a free-to-play option. 
but they had so much cheating problems and account recovery issues going on. So, um, but yeah, uh, this this week will be more Deathloop, um, and then uh, Kenya comes out next week. Yeah, September twenty first, I believe. Yeah, so hopefully, uh, hopefully I can chug through Deathloop a little bit. Not chug through, but get through Deathloop and 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 enjoy it and and put an, you know mark another game on the box of that I beat in twenty twenty one. Um, but I'm definitely, usually I can sometimes be kind of put off, um, by games within the first hour or so. And I'm definitely not with that loop at all. So, yeah, uh, for me, it's, it's honestly, it was just the, the little bit of dead, de- uh, death loop that I played, uh, just dabbled a little bit, still kind of trying to figure out what my next game to play is. Luckily death loop came along because other than that, I've just been watching random shows. I did finish season one of, uh, Ted Lasso um enjoyed that uh and then what we do in the shadows came back so i'm watching that and it's just kind of just been falling down that youtube rabbit hole as i mentioned last week i was just waiting for new games to come out which was death loop uh and then after that kenna and then like every week i think there's games coming out uh i wanted to pick up life is strange uh but i think i might wait for it to be on sale uh just because i kind of want to buy two copies uh one for Xbox and one for PlayStation, so Sarah can play it, and then I can play it, and we can compare our stories, because that's how we played the first uh, Life is Strange. Uh, and because we live together, uh, it's not like we can... Like, I, I, I guess I could just, like, go in the other room while she's playing, and then we can talk <laughs> about the episode after, but it would just be easier if we just pl- are playing it simultaneously uh, and then compare notes afterwards. So definitely want to pick up Life is Strange sooner rather than later, but I'll probably wait for a sale. Uh, but that that's it for me pretty right. pretty basic week for me all right so questions and comments for the show uh, you can send those to us using hashtag ask digital days there's actually a channel within our discord um that is uh set up for that as well and a bunch of people use that today uh so fumbles writes with week one in the books how do you feel about the nfl season uh it's week one and it's hard to tell green bay got its ass kicked but uh <laughs> stafford and the rams looked really good and the Ravens lost to the Raiders. There's a bunch of weird stuff going on, but it's week one. So I'm just happy that football's back. And uh, I lost to my fantasy team, too. So <laughs> not, not, too, not, too, uh, not, not too much of a great start. Uh, I don't, the Lions will win like four games at the most uh, this year. So it's going to be a rough year. So um, I, have, I, don't know. I have NFL yeah. muted on Twitter. I have football muted on Twitter. I have Trubisky muted on Twitter. I have Bears <laughs> muted on Twitter. I'm not a football guy. Uh but I always pick it up through osmosis, like at work, to where I like, <laughs> come week three, I'm going to know way too damn much about the Chicago Bears, and I'm going to hate yep. it. <laughs> Justin Fields scored a touchdown, and Andy Dalton's still the starter. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and I guess the question for you from him as well, has there ever been uh, a more eventful four-week stretch in wrestling? I don't think so. What's happening in wrestling right now is pretty crazy, and it continues tonight as they reboot NXT. Uh, but... If you're a wrestling fan, this has been like the best month of wrestling uh, of recent memory. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think that this is going to be interesting. I mean, I think AEW might potentially overtake WWE in ratings, even though they're on separate days. That's still important. Uh, so I, I think once that happens, we're going to see like panic mode from WWE uh, and wwe with their back against the wall produce amazing content so um, i'm hoping they get their ass kicked a little bit more and change things up 
Um, and then um, I can't, I can't say his name. Can you say his name? I'm gonna uh, butcher it. No, uh, Mutaba uh, 19. Uh, I think it's Hussein, it? isn't it? Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, go read, read the question. Um, since Sony bought Crunchyroll and them already owning uh, Funima- Funimation, can you see in the future them adding those to PS Plus subscriptions and making anyone owning a PS Plus a prime subscriber to those anime streaming apps? And do you see Sony slash PlayStation trying to buy similar services in the future? Um, I think I could see discounts for Plus members. Yeah. I, the... I think both console manufacturers in general are scared off of like grouping their console stuff as a television thing because of the Xbox TV like thing that was going on for a little while when it with the uh, Xbox One. I, I think that in terms of because yeah, immediately the thing that comes to mind from from my standpoint is those would be two two features that would be added to PS Plus, which which could, could potentially be great, but I would have no desire for. So I'd be like, well, well, can I just buy the gaming version of PS Plus and not the PS Plus with the anime stuff? Like, I think it just ends up like a like a recipe for disaster. Like, Game Pass does, like, the 30-day trials, and I think PS Plus did 30-day trials. Like, that stuff's cool, like, as a way for you to try something out to, to figure out if you like it or don't like it. But for it to be inherently bundled in a gaming subscription, I would I would hate. I feel like Dave watching anime would be like whatever Hank Hill's reaction. I've to watched anime Avatar. Would be. My friends tell me that counts. <laughs> not, not really, not really. <laughs> um, Avatar: the, La- the Last Airbender, not Avatar the movie. No, I know, I know, I know. That doesn't really count. Uh, that's not actual anime. Uh, it's inspired, uh, uh-huh. but, but not quite. I watched uh, Voltron back in like the eighties. That was anime. Technically, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, it's not modern, but yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think this is one of the things where if they were to add uh, Funimation and Crunchyroll to PS Plus, exactly what you said would happen. Either the price would increase and then people would be upset that the price increased or people would be like, can I get like a cheaper version of Plus that doesn't include this anime? Mm-hmm. Uh, because anime, like it's super popular, but it's not mainstream enough that everyone would be happy to have anime added to their plush uh, or playstation plus uh and also funimation and crunchyroll make a shit ton of money so mm-hmm. they don't want to lose any bit of that money by folding it into plus because any would lose subscribers who are only subscribed to uh funimation and crunchyroll uh by folding it to plus because then you would cancel your Crunchyroll and Funimation if you have Plus, because then you're just like, I'm going to get the one that has it all. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they probably wouldn't do that. But I can see them doing uh, stuff that we've seen, uh, sorry, I mentioned Game Pass, uh, do where it's like, there was a while where Game Pass subscribers got Disney Plus for three months free, even though there's no realistic partnership between Disney and Xbox or like some crossover there. So I can totally see Plus people getting a free trial for Funimation, Crunchyroll, or whatever the combined force will be, or giving them like, hey, if you're a Plus subscriber, here's thirty percent off your subscriptions for life as long as you're a Plus member. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's as far as I can see it go. Yeah, agreed. So, all right, uh, spotlights. So again, just uh, if you haven't checked out our Far Cry Six hands-on impressions, uh, that's up there. That's on YouTube as well as on the audio feed. Uh, Michael's interview for Earth Night is up there as well um those are uh, as bonus episodes with their own special um 
cover art so you can definitely tell they're different from the numbered episode if you haven't listened to those please check those out feedback is always appreciated on that you can send us that on facebook and twitter all those things uh email podcast at digitaldaysgaming.com so uh if you or even suggestions of, of things you would want us to change or evolve um you can follow us on the socials um the t- main twitter account is at digital days pod uh, michael's is at the first mjc mine is at good dave hunt um you can join our facebook group you just have to send a request to um uh to join and then some one of us or our admins will see it uh discord server uh links are in the description facebook group links in the description uh patreon patreon.com slash digital days gaming where you can check out our tiers there as well as um, other other links are in the show notes. Teesprings is there. Uh, direct link to PayPal if you want to choose to support us directly that way. Uh, as again, just checking your Twitch Twitch subscriptions and using September helps with that as well. Um, I don't think I have anything else. Michael, you got anything? Nope, nope. Just uh, look forward to hopping on Deathloop and Kenna and the next several weeks of yeah. video game releases. For, for me, it's like Deathloop, Kenna, Far Cry. Um, and that's 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 a month <laughs> that's a month yeah. or more <laughs> it's not more so all right i hope everyone has a great week keep moving forward don't be a dick see ya